Welcome back to another Canaan Sports Pod. I'm Robert. And I'm Manning. Today's pod consists of NBA, so let's go. No let's do music. it. No music. Um, <clears throat> should we start with the hottest team in the league? We really should. So just initial reaction to them. Obviously, the Celtics are the best team in the league, but the Thunder are most definitely the hottest team in the league. I think they've won like six or seven straight. They snapped uh, a Celtics win streak last night, and you sent me a a tweet that said, can't even tell you how bad for the league it'd be if Shea won MVP. Now, my initial reaction to that is this. I honestly think that it would probably be the best possible person to win MVP for the league, because if you look at the league right now, you've got who, who, who would you say the face of the league is? In my opinion, I still think the face of the league are all players above 35 which is not good for the league. It's still... Um, I'll say Steph, Bron, KD. Steph and LeBron and KD, that's it. Exactly. So those not Giannis. Plus. Jokic is still the best part in the league, but he's just weird. Like, he's not marketable. Yeah, I agree. Neither, neither is Giannis's, and more of that comes from his game. Yeah. His game is very stiff, not that fluid. And I love Giannis. I think he's great. Defensive stud, all that stuff. You know, however, he's just not that marketable. And I, I honestly, I think not being American, like legit. Yeah. Because what people are drawn to is culture. Like it's American culture is what you're drawn to. Like you want to be able to relate. Like Shay is what like the younger generation is about. Like his Instagram captions are all hilarious and unique and witty. Like he's got, he's not, I I mean, he's not American, but like he's Canadian. Like it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same like North American with American culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I think personally, he he would be the best person to like have the next two or three MVPs, like where he's the face of the league, like where kids buy his jersey. Not that he's not already an all star and like a total stud, but an MVP makes you, it solidifies you as like a top five player in the league. And like as much as we love him, I don't think he's respected as a top five player in the league yet. No, I think, I mean, of all the contenders, I would agree. I think the number one, like, I think there's two guys, two young guys that, like, you're seeing flashes, just like kind of we saw in Shea, that are also, like, really marketable guys, and that is obviously Ant, who's going to be so marketable because of how cool he is, and probably Paolo and um, Halliburton. Yeah, Halley's cool, too. I really think that just that entire Orlando Magic team is, like, Super swaggy, like Orlando Magic, like that, like they're yeah. <laughs> sick to me, at least personally. But um, I do think that they're still a ways back from this Thunder team. Obviously, I think maybe a month or and a half ago, <clears throat> I was on record for saying, hey, if you're a Thunder fan, you should be happy with a first round exit and be extremely excited with a second rounder. Should my opinion change at this point? I think your expectations probably rise. But I don't know. Like, it's still it's still very tough. Like, in your opinion, the top two seeds in the West, who do you think has a greater chance of making it to the finals out of the Timberwolves and the Thunder? Hmm. Probably the Timberwolves just because of youngness. You've got the youth there paired with veterans, whereas in Oklahoma City, it's just pure youth pure youth including a young coach yeah 
I have some weird takes about Oklahoma City that don't even I mean they're they're gonna be hot. I think that Chet will end up being better than Shea. Yes. There are flashes. I mean, it it's purely size. Like yeah, the fact that he can shoot like that, the fact that he is very fluid like that. Is that a transfusion? Mm-hmm. Nice. And um the fact that like he's feel for like as like i mean i didn't play basketball at a very high level but i look at myself as better than the average person his feel for basketball you can just see it it jumps off the screen like his defensive rotations he's obviously not 80 level but like he has that like you know how we have said multiple times in podcasts ad is like the best floater Mm -hmm. in the league i see that in chat too yeah being able to you know, hedge on a ball screen at the top of the key and being able to drift back and float and follow that lob threat. Yeah. Or being able to be switched onto the guard. So I, his shooting, it just comes from his shooting and size. And I mean, I think he'll probably age. This is all if he stays healthy, age well. Yeah. More like Tim Duncan E. Yeah. Like, and I think that in this modern age, like, Shea will always be more flashy and fluid of an, as an offensive player, but in mm-hmm. terms of true value to a squad, like Shea is a good defender. He will never he like you just don't have the potential at his size compared to a guy like like Chet, where he is unique in his size. Like the ability and the peak of of prime Chet is obviously a dominant offensive force, but also a dominant defensive force, which to a team is more valuable than just yeah. all stars like thirty six th- game. You know what I'm saying? I think that um, obviously the guy with the highest ceiling on that team is Jalen Williams. Mm. Um, he's the goat build. I mean, he's he looks – some of his fadeaways freak me out. They look like Kobe. They look like Jordan. They look like Braun has now – has got that great turnaround ever since probably 2017. Um he's i mean it's just the wing the wing is the goat position the undying position in the league it's never been out of style point guards in the 90s and the 80s were out of style you were just a passer now they're you know what they are now and we've had a resurgence of centers yes but there was a long period of time where they have where they you know who hasn't gone anywhere the wing the wing will never go anywhere jacob is filthy Speaking of great wings, though, in that matchup with the Celtics last night, like, I think that that was such an important game for this Thunders roster. Like, look at the way they defended that. Like, these are the best wings in the entire league. Like, this Celtics roster is literally the best in the entire league. Yeah. They did a great job. Like, that, What to me, was a test. Like, hey, how – you watch the game? Yeah, I watched most of it. I couldn't. I, I didn't watch the very end, but I watched a, a good bit of it. And I watched some highlights. Jaden Williams, the ball was not in Shea's hand. The last well, I, saw the, I saw the last fader, yeah. The last, the last three possessions, Jalen Williams took the ball, which is crazy. Which is uh, really crazy. But I think what's really exciting for, for me at least, like, yes, this championship team in the Celtics is is way too, ready to win, like, right now. Like, they have developed players who have been in the league for a while. Where they're definitely I think, favorite. I think that this Thunder roster is built in a similar way, just way younger. Like the championship pieces on the Thunder roster, like imagine how good Josh Giddy will be as a championship piece in five years. Yeah, my I have a weird 
I have a weird feeling they trade him for like another star or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're done yet. I, I do think they keep this big three, especially have to. You have to. Or like the kind of position. The weird thing about this big three is it fits how a big three is supposed. Like it's the traditional big three. You got a point guard. You got a wing. You got a big center, or a big guy, whatever you want to call him. So. I, I definitely think they keep these these guys. I mean, unless you can get a somebody crazy like. But is that really like who could you get right now that would be more enticing to you than developing these guys as stars? Like, there's nothing in my eyes that unless you could get like the genuinely like. I want to ask you a silly and kind of scary question. You have to keep two out of these three. Jalen Williams, Chet, and Paolo. Mm. I'm keeping Paolo because I genuinely think he's the next coming of LeBron. So I, I I have to keep Paolo, I think. I think if he can, like, I think, again, as long as Paolo is young, he doesn't need to develop that out outside game yet. He's too down of an inside force. Like, just keep driving as LeBron did. Obviously, it's a different age when LeBron was, you know, 2007. The three just wasn't a thing. So, like, I think he needs to work on it a little bit. Um the other two you said were Chet and J Will. J Dub. Another Jalen Williams. Yeah, J Dub. Yeah. Same Jalen. Um to build a franchise around, I'm I'm going wing. Like that's just like who I am. Like as a basketball fan, as much as I love Chet, like I'm going J Dub. I I just am scared of Paulo's inefficiency for one. Yeah, well, he'll also have nights where he goes twelve of fifteen. I know, but he ne- he can't shoot at all. Like no. not even barely a mid range, and that's what freaks me out. Yeah, like that's where I'm. Obviously, I think I'm keeping Chet. He Chet's my like number one guy. I think I would keep, and then I'm torn between the other two because they're both wings. They're both studs defensively in their own right. <clears throat> Maybe even end up being better than Paolo at this point in his career. Obviously, yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with effort, though. I mean, Paolo has a lot more to do on the other end. Yeah, I agree. Than Williams does. Also, um, just from a body, like Paolo's got the like goat build. Like, yeah, yeah, he does. Like it genuinely. Yeah. Well, technically, Jay Will is closer because he's shorter and closer to six foot six, which is the actual goat build. True. <laughs> um I I think they're definitely on their their right teams because I think if you put Paulo in this team, he's not able to do as much not being able to shoot because there's a lot of catch and shoots for Jalen that Shea's penetration, I mean his penetration is nuts. Mm-hmm. The fact that he I mean he can get in the lane better. I mean, he might be the best driver of the of the basketball currently right now. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. I mean, not maybe not a Giannis, but like Giannis. But I, I realistically, like, if you look at where Giannis gets the ball, like, yes, he sometimes goes from from key to bucket, but a lot of times it's like high posts, and he just churns, like pure driver yeah. of the basketball. He's up there. Yeah, I agree. Obviously Giannis is still him. Like, obviously, he can do it from basically anywhere. But <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, I, I. I mean, this Thunder team, and this always happens. Like, it happened with LeBron 
where they jump out. It happened with the Warriors. They all of a sudden made the finals. Now we'll have to see what this team does this year. Yeah. Um. I'm if we're if we want to compare it to uh, my old favorite team, the the same Thunder organization. Yeah. They made the Western Conference Finals against Dirk in 2011. Mm-hmm. That was the whole surprise. And then obviously they made the finals in 2012 and got gentlemen swept by Braun. But this happens to really good teams and players. And we've got it happening in two places at once in the same division. Now, one thing I think it's important to mention is I think that the Timberwolves are a step ahead in the fact that they've had these last two playoff appearances. I agree. Yeah. Last year. And that was the other team. All these young guys that are on the Timberwolves, like actually have playoff experience, like them making in the play. And like they, ha- they have that fe- like feeling of success, even though mm-hmm. like people made fun of them, like, oh, but they hadn't made the playoffs in a while. Like they have that sense of accomplishment. And yeah. then on this other side, Thunder players literally have never played in a big game in their entire lives, like outside yeah. of last night. Like that was probably one of the most important games of their entire career. Yeah, all of obviously I'm on Thunder Twitter and they were all saying that that was like Giddy's most two important free throws of his career. Yeah, which is like it's January. So it's like, you know. Yeah, well, they just haven't played. And you've got obviously Rudy, who's had boatloads of experience. And finals, he's like, you know, he's yeah, had a ton of experience. So I definitely agree. I think the, the Wolves are ahead. The only thing is they're a cursed organization. Also, I think there's a little bit less talent overall on that roster. All the so, older and experience matters in the playoffs and when when it slows down. I think that's the thing that doesn't matter either. Yeah, it's true. I can't believe we went this whole time without talking about Kaysan Wallace. Like he probably would go top six mm-hmm. in the draft. Yeah. Um I had, uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the Nuggets are coming out of the West. So. Yeah. But this is really cool, really exciting. It's exciting to me because the Nuggets aren't that fun of a team. And then the rest of the West is like old legends being, albeit like Lakers, Suns. Mavericks obviously are a little bit different, but they still have Kyrie. Um, Luka's yeah. been around long enough for me to exclude him from being a young guy. Um, Kings are young and they're exciting. Like I like them, but then yeah. the number one and the number two seed in the West are like the most young and exciting teams in the entire league. So, and you know, their point differentials back it up, their home records back it up. Um, this is not any, any kind of weird. <clears throat> I mean, like the Sacramento Kings have barely five games into the season. This is no fluke. Like we're long enough into the season for me to be confident about them being number one and number two seed. Like this is not like they've lost eight and nine games respectively. Like this is not, some kind yeah. of flute. So I agree. We'll move well, on from those two teams because I, I do want to get your opinion on this. Would you rather be the Pistons or the Wizards? So Wizards are currently six and twenty-six. Pistons are three and thirty. Um, obviously, Pistons have just lost twenty-six or seven straight. Wizards aren't that far behind them. My opinion on this is, if you look at the way that these two rosters are developed, me personally, I would much rather be a Pistons fan. But how about yourself? Yeah. There's not, there's not a, there's not an argument for being a Wizards fan whatsoever. But I just feel like the the Pistons have gotten like ungodly amounts of slander though this past week. In, in the I Wizards, know, are, I, I know, I know, behind. I know. It the fact that they have already two possible franchise cornerstones is the difference. You've got Kate Hunting Cunningham, who is just trying his damnedest to keep them out of the 
I mean, historically worst team ever. And then the Thompson twin, that, I mean, he, he's good. And he's going to be very, very good. Both of the twin, those twins are going to be very like good. The Rockets, I mean, the Rockets are out of the Lakers right now. Like the Rockets are one the of Lakers the Lakers are not. They're not good right now. And no, this is fire. Close, fire, fire ham. They're close to the same situation that they were last year at this time. Yeah. We'll see if they can make that turn again. Um, but I mean, the Wizards have nobody. They don't have any young guy that's worth a damn on their I'm team. I'm not excited about anyone. They have the worst contract in the league in pool. One of the most inefficient players in pool. Kuzma's really overpaid for who he is as a player. Like I don't. I, there's not much excitement from at least like as a Wizards fan. There, what are you there to be so excited for? Like as a Pistons fan, you have a ton of great young talent. They're just extremely young, and at some point, it's bad coaching if you lose twenty six straight. Um. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of their head coach at this point in the season. So, but that's my opinion on that. I think it's just good to touch on because the Pistons have gotten some, some slander this past week. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, I mean, it's not really that close. How, I mean, then the problem for this Wizards team is this draft coming up is not very good. You know, there's not really a light at the end of the tunnel in terms of like a player that they're, you're waiting on to get. So, right. They're also another like cursed franchise. They have they're I mean, fifty years is they're fifty years in the in the shitter. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Okay. I want to we we need to talk about the old guys over in the West that are not performing. Before we get to old guys, let's stick with young, right? Just really quick. This will be really quick. The Spurs have five wins. I mean, th- this is not with their roster, they should have way more than five wins. Way well, more. Wins. fucking running Sohan at the point and that shit doesn't work no I like Sohan at all Devin is literally a stud obviously Victor is insane and Keldon's really good too like they have they do not have a five win roster there's no way like, mm-hmm. there's genuinely no way that they should have five wins and they and they I mean my weird thing is they just don't go. They they completely ignore Victor for like. Yeah, honestly, that's got to be a, a pop big brain play, like trying to alleviate as much pressure as he physically can on Victor, which mm-hmm. I think that's a strategy to lose games. Like that's not a winning strategy. There's no way that'll work. But I think to alleviate some of this pressure, just because he's like legit, like one of the most exciting prospects since LeBron James, like he's. It's actually crazy the numbers he's putting up with the limited amount. Like, no plays are run for him. Like, all the buckets he's getting are just, like, off of straight intuition. Like, he's cutting to the basket. He's getting wide open. They're missing him being wide open. And then he, he gets a rebound and runs the floor. Like, he, none of these plays are set for him. So, I think it's impressive what he's done this year, although five wins is not good. No. And, I mean, he's obviously going to be – I mean, it all depends on how many win- how many rings he wins. Like, he's – it, it's yeah. it's one of those. It's like a Mahomes level thing. It's like Luca. Like he's at this point, we know he's going to be like talent wise and all time great. But like how far he gets that board is dependent on his playoff success. Playoff success and you know a little bit of longevity and health. And I mean, it's all about winning rings for him. Same goes for you know a couple guys in the league. Jokic, I just think is a little bit too old to. To push Jordan and Braun. Yeah. 
Um, he's got started too late. Um, gonna <clears throat> probably two out of the next four. So like when he's done, he'll have two rings or three rings, two MVP. I also, I also think he's like dead set in the middle of these next two coming generations. Like Ant, yeah, Shay, Wimby, Hollow, Halliburton. Which Those is to guys. his advantage. Like that, it's to his advantage because like all of the old goats are old and all the young guys are too young. So he's like at the per like the, him and Tatum and Luca are in like that middle range. Mm-hmm. They can capitalize the next five seven. to seven years. Yeah. Um, like they could they should run the league, but they probably won't. Um, because that's the way that should happen. Someone's gonna pull up, hopefully Shea. Um, because that's who I think the face of the league should be. Yeah, but I mean, it'll honestly probably end up being Wimby just because he's going to be better. Yeah. Um, and he's honestly not <clears throat> too French either. Like, no, he's he's more personable than Jokic is. Like, he like, fucks yeah. him. like, he posts on Instagram. Like, Jokic mm-hmm. is a weirdo. Like, he's just, he doesn't give a fuck about anything besides winning basketball games and like European shit. Forces. Yeah. And like, Giannis is like that too, but his game isn't. Wimby, yeah, just less marketable, and the box are just kind of a not very marketable anymore. I mean, the Spurs are still pretty small too, but they've Spurs got are short, though. It's just different when you're yeah. a Spur. It genuinely is. So I agree. Um, last time we talked about Scoot, who I also think, if I mean, he's also a hyper marketable guy. Yeah, American. I mean, he's, 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 he's already in commercials, so like he's Westbrook. Yeah, he's Westbrook. And that's also a dope ass team too. If they yeah. can ever get good, um, but he's he's turning it around. So we're seeing some guys figure it out. Um, I'm looking at my. my I'll do a, just a quick game for you. Um, panic or no panic, and I'll just list a couple of teams from each division or from each conference. Panic or no panic, Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So I would panic if you were them. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Uh, Golden State Warriors, panic or no panic? Panic. Trade. Yeah. Maximize Steph's window. He's the second best point guard of all time, barring another ring. I mean, you can have the best point guard of all time if you get him another ring. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know who thought that this would work. Like, obviously, Draymond is, like, having some, like, crazy career altering issues this season like what this does to his resume is i think right now it's hard to tell but it'll definitely have a little bit of a tamper um obviously chris paul is chris paul's been doing chris paul things but it's only so much you can do at 38 30 like he's lebron's age but he's not lebron um and then on the bright side kaminga is him he's actually been playing really well offensively i'm very proud of the way he's progressed this season He's got that confidence. But other than that, it's been some low lights for this Warriors season. So I would be on slight panic mode as well. Yeah, they definitely need to make some kind of trade um, and maximize these. I mean, some picks or these young guys. Like, it's yeah. got, I, I would rather trade the young guys on the team because I think picks are probably more valuable. Yeah. Because you're not like in the future. You want the picks, like once you're done with stuff. You yeah, know? I, I agree. All right, the East is a little bit different because the West is so good. Like, I'm gonna name some guys that are gonna make the playoffs this year. Where's the panic for Mr. James? Um, because the story right. is coming. 
the I'm not happy story is coming where he yeah I mean he's gonna, he's gonna leave this offseason no that's what I'm saying yeah either he makes them either he makes them make a dumb move like a I mean I guess OG's gone so uh it, I don't think he's dumb enough to tell him to do Kyle Kuzma but uh um Really, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. That's a dangerous move. That's yeah. a lot of money. I don't think that this team needs any adjustments. I just think we're playing like shit right now. Obviously, we're like six and I don't even know. I think we're on like a two. Like we're three and seven out of our last ten. Um, the issue is not the roster. It's coaching. And obviously, we won the in-season tournament. Like we ha- we can beat the best teams in the league. I just – no panic yet. Like we have proven that we are a solid squad. Whether we, we can win the whole thing this year. I don't know, but if we face the Thunder in the first round, if they make the one seed and we're the last seed, we beat the Thunder because of experience, and we have LeBron James who will figure that shit out. Like, it, it, that's just I, I. There's some bias here. Oh no, buddy. There's some bias here, but I, I, I personally don't put the panic on. How about this? How about the Cavaliers? The Cavaliers are currently the eight in the East, but this is clearly not the Donovan Mitchell era for the Cavaliers has not been what Over. you expected. So that's why I say panic. You got to get something out of him because he, he's. He said from the beginning, he's like, I th- once he said, I thought I was going to New York, I knew this was never going to work because his heart's not in it. He was already living in Manhattan yeah. when he wanted to. Like, I, I honestly, you could, that that was the dumbest mistake that, you, that they could have done. I kind of liked the trade at the time, but looking back on it, it has destroyed Mobley's development. Yeah, it has. Destroyed him. So I think maybe you 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 trade Donovan and Jared Allen. Try and just start over. I With think the, I think what really they're doing guys. is like what they should do. Like go backwards, reverse the timeline. Like Scoot is like not Scoot. Scotty is their guy they're going to develop around, and they yeah, have great. that are his age that are going to work for the next five ten years. Whereas Donovan Mitchell is probably what 28, 29 years old now. He's in that Luca Tatum. Yeah. Luka. So, but they're but they're not in the same. Like the other two teams, three teams are all yeah no championship ready. So yeah. I think you panic for the Cavs. Next is the Knicks. They've been panicking clearly. Um, I don't think they need to panic. But I mean, you trade away Isaiah quickly. You trade away RJ Barrett, which was a stellar move because his contract was great and he's one of the most inefficient players in recent memory. Um, so that was a good move, and I like OG. Obviously, I've been a big like proponent of, hey, get OG for whatever team that's trying to compete. So I think that they've done a good job of panicking, whether that was a panic move or not. That's for, you know, you to decipher. But I think that was probably a panic move. Um, But Julius Randle is not the number one option on a championship contending roster. He's also not the number one option. No, but the good news is you live in New York and you are the number one free agent destination. You are one summer away from us talking about Celtics New York final. You know what I mean? So I yeah, think I, 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 that's why I'm saying I, I think they've got like a lot of one A or not one A, one like B, C, and a D. I got I think they've got a lot of pieces around. All you need is that like top five player in the league. And then you are like does does Donovan Mitchell or Zion coming to New York change your opinion on that, or is it going to need someone bigger than that? Not Donovan Mitchell. Absolutely not. And I'm on the fence about Zion because I've seen what he can do. Yeah. And, you know, 
I don't think he ever wanted to be in in New Orleans. So maybe if they make that trade. Movement is a motivator, man. Like if you live in New York, like you don't sit around on your ass and eat food all day and like just okay. lounge. Those like, people will bully the fuck out of him if he does not get in shape. Those yeah, fans. I, I, I just think that like when you're surrounded by movement and productivity, which is what New York City is, you're motivated. I think that I think that would be a great spot for him. But I agree. Um, I guess moving on. Now this is this is a little bit different of a team, but uh, Mavericks. Obviously, you don't panic, but are you are you a little bit worried about your playoff chances in the next three years with your current roster? Not playoff chances, but their end goal should is always a ring with that kid on their team. I mean, yeah. he it has to be. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm panicking. Yeah, a little bit. But now, where do, you, where do you go from here? You, yeah. This is the weird thing. I'm sketched. With how much time Jokic and Luca are spending together, oh, that, that would that be not cool. weird, and we've seen it before multiple times. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, thank God, if they were on the same national team, the Mavericks would be fucked. And what sucks is for if as a Mavericks fan, if you're a Mavericks fan, Luca's not. I mean, Jokic is not leaving Denver. Now that he has a championship, like his legacy is cemented in Denver. If anyone's leaving, it's going to be Luca. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it won't be for the next like four years, but in four years, Luca will be what, 28? So that's the thing is like you're going to have a lot of these guys coming and somebody's going to do it because it happened with KD and Braun. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter how good you are. The Thunder were competing for championships and he still left same thing with braun i that's why i'm saying like the knicks just hold on for like a couple more years and that star is gonna want out and one of these times it's gonna it it was about to be Embiid if harden wasn't a diva like it was fully about to be Embiid, and he just and, now and even before that if it was really close to being Giannis, it was close to being Giannis. like they, really close they hadn't made that dame trade and i still think he leaves after this next contract well like 33 he'll still be really good but like he won't be this Giannis because the issue with Giannis at age he's also like, not going to age well that's what i'm saying like it, it just won't be the same Giannis at 34 35 as it is at 28 29 30 just because of his play style and like his shot is it doesn't have hope for in my eyes as an elite shooter ever or at least a threat of a shooter because he's been working on a jump shot and it's obviously gotten way better since his younger years, but it's still not to the point where it's a threat to most defenses. I agree. Anyways, I think, I mean, unless you have anything else you'd like to talk about, I think that's, we've covered all of the bases really. Disappointed about the Hawks. Um, I mean, the DeJounte Murray trade has just worked out horribly for them. Yeah. The heat lurk. I mean, it's regular season. It's, the fact that the regular season heater are the four seed is is frightening because they are horrible in the regular season and the, they're the four seed. So if you that get an easy good. road to the finals, they're gonna fucking make it. Like that it, it's good. That's what people need to be worried about. Not him even staying on the Heat, but him being traded to somebody. I mean, we talk about the Knicks being the greatest, a great free agency destination. They yeah. only they're gonna make two better. Yeah. Miami's one of them. Yeah, and probably Los Angeles being the other. That's about, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
they lurk. Um, I think the Pacers are probably a year or two away from yeah. really continuing. If I'm the Celtics, I'm not worried about the Pacers yet, but they're on my radar. Yeah. Um, I think the Bulls are probably the saddest. I'm the, I'm the saddest of all the fan bases if I'm a Bull. Like, that's that's the you saddest. Have, you have two, like, potential all-stars on your roster. Kobe White's kind of good. Like, Alex Crusoe's a defensive monster, and you're so bad. And, but you're not even, like, the worst. Like, that's no, the you're just, you're not. You're, you're just going to average. Them that's the worst. I, if I'm an NBA fan, because, like, yes, there's a lottery, which makes it, like, like you can't really tank. But, like, tanking is fun as an NBA fan. Like you can, yeah. that's like yeah. one of the best, like I would rather be a tank team than a first round exit team a thousand times out of 10, because yeah. you can like watch all the like prospect highlights, get yourself delusionally hype. Like it's fun. Whereas like isn't in the first round is like just averageness for the rest of your time. And you just feel so stuck. Yeah. They're doing what the magic did for like literally a decade after, after Dwight left. And then, the Spurs did it for a couple years after Kawhi. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. Um, I'm really excited for a lot of, I think the league's in great place. I think we're in, in line for an expansion in a couple of years. And I think both of the expansion cities are going to be sweet. Seattle and Vegas probably. Yep. Can't wait. I mean, it calls for a repick. So that's also a dub. Well, it calls Um, for a repick, but also it calls for a realignment of conferences, which is super sick. Yeah, I think probably the two teams that are going to come over to the East. New Orleans and Memphis, yeah. Yeah, just because they're, they're uh, in, L- it, would it they're in the East, bro. Like, it, it makes no sense that the fact – like, New Orleans is not a Western Conference team. I know. What, would it be two? Yeah, because but, Seattle and Vegas are both going to be West Conference. But then you've got, you've got one team. No, that would not be – it would be only one team goes. Well, then think about it. New Orleans. 32 or uh, what? 17 in the East because the East didn't lose anybody. They just gained two. Yeah. And the other two were replacing them. So it's, it's got, it's got to be one of those two. I would probably say, I mean, what I say you do is, I think Memphis has more. Pelicans don't need a team. New Orleans doesn't give a fuck about basketball. Put that shit in Virginia Beach or put that shit in Louisville, somewhere that actually gives a damn. Yeah, but I don't know. I think you keep Memphis in the West regardless because of their recent, like, obviously none of them have, like, any kind of NBA history. They've been horrible, like, both of them, essentially. But, like, At least the, the Grizzlies had Grind City. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have more history in the Western Conference than the Pelicans do. So, the Pelicans kick rocks and go to the East and, like, just continue being shit. I guess. I mean, I still think – I don't really know if they did. Tampa, great. When yeah. the In COVID, when the Raptors played there, great turnout. So, I don't know. Yeah, but they probably won't put another team. Like, they already have two teams there. Yeah. But well, I, you say that, but then you look at California, has four teams and two of them being in the same city. Also, NFL, there's three teams in yeah. Florida in the NFL. Yeah, Tampa. Yeah, same shit, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited, though, for the expansion. That'll be cool. Me too. So, well, I don't know if we will even want to do a dumb thing just because. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't happened. So, it's just a – we could do a hypothetical, though. Okay. Should I Google one? Yeah. 
word. Orlando magic, but up Orlando magic. Orlando magic, but up Orlando magic. I mean, NBA is literally just the best sport ever. Like, it just is. It is. Like, All these are so the basic. And the passion that it brings. But, like, NBA is just – like, basketball is just a goaded-ass sport. And college is fine, but they're just young, and it's, like, a more true form of basketball. But, like, mm. the players rotate. It's just like, ugh. Which celebrity would you choose to be your best friend? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Has to be same gender though, because yeah, obviously you can't be best friends with a girl. No horniness on this podcast. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna go Shane Gillis route because I've done that before. Although he is the funniest person on planet Earth, I don't even know if I want to go comedian. Like a lot of times, comedians have like issues. Like, that's why they're so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. I I think the best thing to do would be maybe to go like an actor or like somebody in sports. Yeah, somebody your age, but but an actor that like doesn't really like Hollywood all that much. I really might go fucking Spidey Man, Tom Holland. Tom Holland's a good one. What about um? He's also alcohol free. It's like I got a DD everywhere. Yeah. Also, so yeah, that's the problem. Like he just doesn't understand American culture as well. Yeah. What about um? <clears throat> I just saw this movie, so it's fresh. Yeah, Glenn Powell is a cool ass dude. Yeah, he's cool, and he loves football. He grew up in Austin. Yeah, I watched like some interviews of them, like after I watched the movie, and he like doesn't. He's his. He was like, my mom's telling me to like come home, get out of Hollywood, and I couldn't agree more. So like. He knows it's like sketchy and weird and satanic. People are not okay there. Yeah. So I think that might be my pick for now. I mean, that who knows if that'll change, but he's he's a good actor. I like him. Mm-hmm. I really might go somebody like I'm trying to think of an athlete that's just like because I want it to be like 21, 22, 22. Jordan Christensen. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pick somebody that's like similar in age because like I don't want to hang out with a 29 year old like as much as like I enjoy hanging out with you like it just gets old a little bit. Fuck you. <laughs> um, let me think. I'm try- like who's like I'm 36. Maybe like yeah, it changes. Like if Jimmy Butler was younger, that would be cool because he likes some of the same shit. Like he likes fishing. Like he's yeah. like like he likes country music. Like we listen to the same shit. So I might go Jimmy Butler just because. He's really rich already, and so, like, he can take me everywhere. He's cool. He's yeah. definitely cool. Ant's also cool. That'd be a cool one. Yeah, Ant's cool, but he does. we aren't as aligned outside of sports the same way that we are aligned with Jimmy Butler. That's true. That's Yeah, and yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think. I mean, Devin Booker seems like a oh cool God, I was Oh, literally, Devin Booker was the name that was next in my head. I love Devin Booker. Yeah. Although, he seems too cool for me. Like, he, he wouldn't want to hang out with me. It's a hypothetical. They're just automatically your best friend. True. Yeah, is cool. I'll go Jimmy, though, just because it makes the most sense. Also, he's just hilarious. I love Jimmy Butler. He's the GOAT. It's true. And you're in Miami. so <laughs> It's true. All right. All right. Until probably, 
probably Sunday. Um, this is going to come out like right now. So probably Sunday uh, as a national championship preview. Uh, unfortunately, we got both picks wrong because we were the- stupid. Well, yeah, I was going to say we have to address that. Why don't um, you're coming up on Monday, though? We You should come up on Sunday and just do it so we can do an early pod. Yeah, either, I'll, yeah, either way. I'll let you know. All right. All right. Those is my sweet world. Goodbye.